If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. And get this right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Oh, when I tell you that I am out here, it's like a slug fest. It's like a slug fest. I got on these gloves and I'm knocking out these negative emotions like I am Floyd Money. Like, <laughs> trust. Am I scared? Hell yeah, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. I got all kind of feelings going on with this. But what I'm learning with all of this dream chasing right now, like really digging in, I'm learning myself. I'm learning my patterns. I'm learning why all the past attempts didn't work. And it was because I didn't know myself. So I'm going to continue this failure series because it, it really hits home. I published the series or I published the episode on Wednesday about failure not being that bad. And the exact same day I turn on my podcast after I listen to my published episodes because, you know, I, I don't know, for peace of mind, I do that. And then an episode came on from, I think it's Torrey, Torrey Roberts and Sarah Jakes Roberts, and it talked about slaying giants. And I was like, wait a minute, didn't I, what, is this come? Child, let me tell you, confirmation. Because it was talking about the exact same thing that I mentioned in the podcast, just in another way. And I was like, Lord, you know what, you you the GOAT MVP. Because I do not believe in coincidences at all. At all. I definitely think things happen for a reason. So I'm going to continue this failure series because there's a lot more that I really want to get off my chest. I just think there's so many people out here who don't understand their pattern, who don't understand how they move. They've done it for so long. It's become a habit, but not knowing how it's self-sabotaging what they're what they're really trying to do. It's sabotaging their dreams. It's keeping them in that dreamers cycle. And they're not exiting. It's like they're on Loot Road. They're on 285 right now, just circling downtown. And they won't get off on any exits because they are unaware of the patterns that they have. So this episode is dedicated to learning and knowing yourself. Knowing and learning your patterns. And breaking out of those patterns. So... Previously, I mentioned a group of friends of mine sat down, asked me to sing, and I went through this array of emotions because I didn't want to do it. Fear singing. Fear failure. 
And um, one of the biggest things that I, I, I sat down in my process and the first thing that I experienced was anxiety. The second thing that I experienced was defensiveness. I immediately got defensive. Like, yo, mm-mm. And, and so I had to sit down in that moment knowing it's something that I needed to do. But feeling like, okay, I'm protecting this part of me where I feel as though I am weak. I feel as though I'm very insecure about. So I'm protecting it by being defensive. And so when I sat back and I thought about it, and I thought about every opportunity that has come my way pertaining to singing, I have had the same emotional responses that kind of validated me, validated the reasons why I couldn't or I wouldn't or I shouldn't. So I didn't. And those opportunities just passed me by. So. Understanding and learning your patterns is very important because once you know better, you do better. Like I said, supposedly you you try. (laughs) I mean, but knowledge is power and understanding yourself and how you operate emotionally will open up so many doors for you because when you see it and you recognize it, then you can take a step back instead of giving in to those emotional responses. You know what I'm saying? So. For me, I look back on previous things that I started. And another thing that, you know, is not really pertaining to a dream, but it's an aspiration of mine. And in my family, vanity is an issue. Vanity is a thing in my family. You know, everybody wants you to look on all the time, good all the time. You have a reputation to uphold. You have to make sure that you are on point at all times. And so me, I didn't fit their mold of, I don't want to say pretty, but I had things I needed to work on because I'm a little thicker, so to speak. So whenever they would see me, they would remind me that you need to lose weight. You a little chunky right here. You don't want to lose some of that thigh meat you got going on. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to tone up. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. And so it kind of put me in uh, a headspace. And it made a, a, created a little soft spot. Like, you know, you have an apple and it got a little rotten spot on it. It created like a little, a rotten spot in my heart. So whenever anybody would come to me and say, Do you want to work out? Do you want to get on this fitness thing with them? I would immediately get defensive because of that rotten spot, that soft spot. People kept beating me up in that spot. So therefore, I felt the need and the necessity to to square up and get really defensive with them. Because that became a vulnerability of mine. That became an insecurity of mine. So there are emotions for me that I or or there's a pattern for me that I start whenever I try to protect an insecurity or protect a soft spot, a vulnerable spot. It may be something that I know I need to do, but I don't need you telling me I need to do it. I don't need you pushing me to do it. I need to do it for myself. 
If you look at 600 pound life, and it's crazy that I'm even using this as a daggum reference, but Dr. Now is comedic relief for me. Um, if you look at 600 pound life, you can differentiate those that actually do lose the weight versus those that won't lose the weight. And it's because they have a battle in their mind. They are battling with their mind. We as dreamers, because we haven't realized certain dreams, because we may have started down the avenue of, I want to do this, you still have a constant battle or dissonance or something in your mind that is telling you, you can't do it, so you don't do it. Or telling you, you need this to do it, so you won't do it. Or telling you, you don't have what it takes to do it, so you don't do it. And so in turn, instead of you actually doing it, you give people the emotional response that keeps you stagnant. And a lot of us, that's where a lot of dreamers kind of sit. They're either stuck in neutral, reverse, or part, sitting. And we have to get that mind to a point where you got to put that car and drive and go. Press that clutch and put in first gear. You know what I mean? We got to go. But we're afraid to go because of all the different things. But when you finally start making those steps to go and either someone pushes you too hard or you're questioning or doubting or you have any kind of negative, intuitive, whatever, you go immediately to your emotional response of excuses. The emotional response of back up, the emotional response of protecting that insecurity. You don't want to expose that insecurity. So you come up with the excuse of I just, uh, mm, ah, whatever that excuse may be. How you going to tell me what it is I need to do? I mean, trust me. I'm getting real defensive. I'm getting real territorial because you coming too close to my insecurity. You're coming too close to my vulnerability. I don't need you that close to me. And once I realize, oh my gosh, that's my emotional cue. That is my cue. Somebody's providing me a way off of that cycle, a way out of that cycle. Instead of me taking that opportunity, instead of me putting my pride aside, instead of letting my ego win, instead of me continuously or exposing my insecurity... I do everything that I can to protect that insecurity because it's now a fear. And you don't want to seem less than. You don't want to seem, eh. I, I distinctly remember this. Like, I, I remember this like, it's, like it was yesterday. I had a friend who felt as though they needed to lose a little weight. And at that point, I was really big into kickboxing. Really big into kickboxing, but the junk is really expensive. I couldn't continue that. You know, I got bills to pay, priorities, things of that nature. But anyway, when I was really big into kickboxing, I suggested to them, yo, maybe, maybe you should do something that you enjoy doing to get you moving. If you want to lose a few pounds, then just move a little bit more. So I'm, I'm doing this kickboxing class. Why don't you come with me? Why don't you come with me? Their response to me was, you're not going to get me in no kickboxing class looking like Kung Fu Panda. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would never forget that. When they said that, I, I thought to myself, I can't help you. I can't.
can't help you. Why are you getting defensive with me? Why are you getting defensive with me? Only thing I'm doing is trying to help you. Only thing I'm trying to do is provide you a solution to your problem. You know, most people don't look for solutions. They look for saviors. I can't help you. I can't help you if you are not willing to expose your vulnerability. I can't help you if you're not willing to move past the excuse. If you're not willing to chin check your emotion, if you're not willing to understand your emotional pattern, I can't help you. At some point, you have to put your ego and your pride aside. I mean, okay, you feel as though people are going to laugh at you by being a little heavy and doing kickboxing. If you actually went to the class, there are more of us that were fluffy in there than there were that weren't. I didn't care if the guy or the girl next to me had anything going on with them. I'm sitting here trying to focus on is there enough oxygen in the damn room for me to breathe? All right. I was near death. Okay. I saw the white light. You think I'm worried about anybody else? No. Ain't nobody thinking about you. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. What I'm saying is like people love to put excuses at the forefront and our lives move towards our strongest thought what if your life is moving towards your strongest thought then tell me this riddle me this riddle me this sis where is your strongest thought right now is your strongest thought isn't in an excuse because let's just keep it honest your excuse and your goal two different directions so anytime anyone gives me an excuse as to why they can't, I'm thinking to this, thinking to myself, you, you can't reach your goal. You ain't trying to reach your goal. Now, I know some of us, a lot of us just need a little bit of convincing. You know, you're almost there. Your initial reaction is to be defensive. But if you, you know, you say it a couple of times, you'll wear me down. Or you find a way to speak to that vulnerable spot, vulnerable spot in me that knows that I need to do it. Then you'll wear me down and I'll do it. But you're only going to have a few times for people to do that. They're going to get tired of trying to convince you of things you got to do. So when it comes to, to fear of failure, is this like an ego thing for me? Yeah. Yeah, it's an ego thing. I don't want to look like I'm a big failure out here in these streets. So what do I do? I push people away. I push people away from my insecurity. I push people away from my imperfection. I push people away. From my vulnerable spot in my heart because I don't want people to see me less than what I what I have put up or less than I can't say facade because what I've given you is the truth. It's just that I've been holding some things back, you know, just holding. I ain't trying to go out here and lunge with these knees out here pop blocking and dropping like I ain't, I ain't trying to. I know I need to, but, you know, the way that these knees are set up. Learn your emotional cues. What are your cues telling you? Is every time you um, work towards a goal, you have this excuse? I don't feel like it. I mean, that works. I don't feel like it works. Multiple days in a row that you don't feel like it doesn't. It doesn't work. Get it together. The more excuses you give, the more you give in to the excuse, the further away your goal is. Think about every single time you give an excuse. That's one day longer it's going to take you to achieve your goal. 
can you learn how you feel when you're giving the excuse? The mental thoughts that you are having. The mentality that you're in once you give this excuse. How you feel. Do you feel a little guilty when you give this excuse? Do you feel like you got away with something when you give this excuse? Probably do because you know. You know it's something you need to be doing. But you've talked yourself out of it successfully. You are not justified. That's an excuse. The more excuses you give, the further away your goal is. The further away your dream is. The longer it'll take you to achieve a dream. Learn your cues.